What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Who would win one-on-one? Damn. Jack was 62%, me with 37%. That we never played one-on-one. I don't think we ever will. No. I don't think we'll get to finish the game. Probably in the fight. Probably in the fight. No bullshit. I would never get to 12 points. Yeah. Especially the shape I'm in now. I can't really play, so I'm just going to be out there playing football against you. So. Welcome back to What's Burning, the final episode of the season, man. We here. We're going to take a little break and get back uh, once the season starts. But, uh, man, the Bucks locked it in. Got the first championship in 50 years. Uh, Giannis dropped an epic 50-piece to close out the Suns. I think he averaged, what, 35, 13, 5, and nearly two blocks a game while shooting 60% from the field and upped his free throw percentage to about 65%. There was a lot of questions on Giannis. He's always been a great regular season performer. Hasn't been able to get his team over the hump this year. I think he answered all those questions, Jack. What do you think? Most dominant player I've seen since Shaq. He dominated, put his will on the game. Um, what really surprised me was after hyperextending his knee to Man, come back. I and, didn't even think he was going to be able to come back. That was a real hyperextension. And to still be that dominant after coming back from that, uh, that really shocked me. But but in the game, in the deciding game, the way he shot his free throws, I think it was 15 for 17. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what was the biggest question mark. Can he be a great free throw shooter? And, and to do that in the game six deciding game with a 50 piece says a lot about him. I think we, people have kind of always questioned, can he be a closer? And I think he is a closer in his own way because they have, they have two guys at the end of the game they can go to in Middleton. And Middleton had a great playoffs, and Drew Holiday was instrumental on both ends of the floor for this team. So they have a perfect mixture with their big three that they have. 
And it was a great run. Happy to see, obviously, you know, I was a CP fan and wanted to see CP get that chance. I love what uh, Book was able to do um, in these playoffs. But uh, Milwaukee definitely earned that and, and showed that, you know, they're the best team in the league. Yeah, even with me saying Shaq was the most dominant, he needed Kobe to close games. And that's what Middleton was. I ain't saying Middleton is Kobe, but right. he, he was closer. the closer. He was the closer for them and they needed that. And Drew Holiday, one of the best defenders in the league and somebody that every player we had on our show spoke highly on. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said they had a super team because, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you can't diminish the talent of, of Middleton and and and, uh, and Drew Holiday, those guys are great too. So great combination of guys, and you know I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do going forward. What do you feel is is next up for Giannis? I mean, two-time MVP, champion, Finals MVP, and he's still only 26. Yeah, I think the thing that he has not only is, is the talent he has, but he plays harder than anybody on the court. Oh, that's my favorite thing about and him. And that's that's a lot of KG you have in him. Like to be that dominant and be the hardest playing player on the court, I really don't know what's up, what's, what's next for him. Obviously, he can, you know, get his jumper down. I don't think he'll ever be to the point where he's a seven footer shooting like KD, but being more consistent with his jumper and, and adding a couple more moves to his game, I think that's the next step for him. So, I mean, I just think his is just gaining more confidence. I, you know, I think the biggest thing with shooting in the NBA is just having confidence and mm-hmm. being okay with missing because everybody misses. So, I think that's, you know, his thing and his next step, obviously, is adding to his jumper, but. Again, he's only 26, so I mean, to me, his next evolution is to continue to win championships. Yeah, uh, and but you look at the the awards. He's going to continue to add on the awards. He has every award already, so right. I don't yeah, I don't think that's defensive player of the year. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know, and most improved. He yeah. won that too. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah. you, I don't know what what other, what other awards he can win, but adding more championships, I think that's definitely yeah. on his mind. Again, I just really happy for him because you know I was someone who said early on, you know, what is the question marks being able to get you know, being able to get your team over the hump. And, you know, he took it. But I also said at the same time, he's hearing everything that everyone is saying. Mm-hmm. And he's in there working. And you brought up a great point. I mean, when your superstar is the hardest, gives the most effort on the court, it makes it easy for everyone else to play hard. You know, I got a chance to play with Kobe and AI, and that's how both them dudes were. They're the superstars of the team, and but they played the hardest on the floor. So love seeing it. Happy for them. He also went to Chick-fil-A and got a 50-piece nugget. Mm-hmm. He needs to get a motherfucking <laughs> endorsement deal. Don't be endorsing that shit for free, Giannis. Right, get, get the that money. MVP, get that money. Bucks have a big decision coming up, though, uh, with Bobby Portis. I think he was very instrumental. He was the dog along with P.J. Tucker that brought that dirtiness that that team desperately needed. Um, he has an option of, I want to say, 3.8 that he's most likely going to option out of. Do they resign him? I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, when you have a guy that's on your team that's not even the top three scorer, but you got the the, the fans chanting his name, Bobby, Bobby. He's a fan favorite, and like you said, he was the other muscle besides PJ mm-hmm. besides PJ Tuck on that team, and he made some big shots, mm-hmm. especially in that game six. So and he's I, ready to slap the shit out of someone, and you need that. You need that. You know you what I mean? You need that. Even even with Brick Lopez coming out of his shell and having good games, you need Bobby Portis on that team for them to keep going. I agree. You know, hopefully they do what's right for him. And also want to shout out PJ Tucker. I think obviously what he does is unsung similar to like the way I used to play was it wasn't always big numbers but it's the shit that you don't see on the stat sheet mm-hmm. that helps continue to win but someone who consistently knocked down corner threes guarded the best player gave that some more of that grit that Bobby Portis gave uh, so very instrumental happy for him to get his first ring especially because his career has been a journey man so overall man really happy for this team obviously shout out Drew Holiday the UCLA alum Milwaukee had a great run this year man happy for them me and PJ Tucker had some some DMs with how to grow out Chris Paul. I hate, I kind of feel guilty because uh, ever since we had that conversation, I gave him the blueprint that since CP left, they haven't won a game. Mm. So 
shout out to PJ for uh, for locking in with me and, and let me give him some advice on how to pull <laughs> that series off. Uh-oh. <laughs> Speaking of CP, what's next? Uh, 36 years old. He's coming up uh, on, on a player option <laughs> worth $44 million uh, next season. But I'm hearing he's going to decline that. And to me, the only way you decline that is if you have a three-year, $100 million deal on the table. So obviously this is speculation, but uh, what do you think about uh, CP's coming up this year? I think he's going I think he's going to LA. You think? I think it's a good opportunity that he's going to play with Braun and AD and kind of se- trying to secure a championship. I think with Phoenix, I think that was their best shot. I honestly think they I, I don't think they're going to get back next year. They had a great season. Uh, uh, every team they played, Star was hurt. You know, so, so they, that's a part of the game. So it's no excuse. No, it's no excuse. It's a perfect path. Right. I mean, like I said, we won a championship in 03. Dirk was hurt in the Western Conference Finals. So, you know what I mean? Right. It, it happens in the game, but it won't happen two years in a row. Right. You know what I mean? So I think for him to give him a give himself a better chance at a championship, I think he goes to L.A. I'm not mad at that if he does, because I think that'll be for a ring. But if he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to get this three year, hundred million dollar deal and, and ride off into the sunset. I wouldn't be mad at that because I know he really likes being out in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You know, with Monty. T- yeah, we talked throughout the season. Loves Phoenix. Uh, you know, mentioned to me it was it, it was a place he you know he would consider retiring. So uh, obviously the Lakers situation is sweet. His family is in L.A. Is and uh, you know Bron and this guy. So if they can somehow get CP3 to L.A., it's gonna be some trouble. Man, it's gonna be an older team, but it's gonna be some trouble. And we don't have David Stern around the block at this time. Mm. I was on that Laker team where he got traded, or that the block got traded to. Mm-hmm. That would have been. Could you imagine prime Kobe and prime CP together with Gasol, and we had Bynum, and we had Lo, and we had Ron? That'd have been. That'd have been crazy. Man. Great job, Dave Stein. <laughs> Rest in peace, though. <laughs> Rest in peace, though. If CP decides to opt out, um, they got their young dogs coming up too that are going to need money. You know, so if you give CP. Like to me, you only way you offer up out, out of forty four million is if you have something great coming. So right. that would be, you know, we're hearing three years, a hundred million. But do you offer a thirty six year old point guard that, although he showed he earned it this year, knowing that you have Booker coming up, knowing that you have uh, Aiden coming up next year, if I'm not mistaken, and you got to pay Bridges. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a tough one. Um, I think he's definitely, like you said, we both think he's earned it, but you got to look in the future. You know what I mean? And, see, and, you know, CP, you know, like I say, he's not young. He, he gets hurt a lot. And with them having success, I would want him back. But at the same time, it's a lot of moves you can make to get another star in. And I'm not saying this, they can be CP, but you no. can get some stars in, some good pieces yeah. to add to that team because yeah. you got a young core. And like I said, you got to pay guys coming up. Yeah. CP was so instrumental to that team, though. You know, I don't think any other star could have did that from a standpoint that he got a young team to buy in. You know what I mean? And that's important with his leadership. And, you know, he, he they bought in and then they followed his lead. And obviously book is book, but the team followed his lead and, and Coach Williams' lead. So to me, it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, you can't really put a number on how important he was to this franchise. Right. Uh, you know, able to get them to the finals when no one even knew what they would be a playoff team. You know, obviously they were my surprise pick at the beginning of the year, but I didn't even see them going this far. So it's going to be, you know, an interesting question on, on what they do. You know, do, do they pay him off of bringing life back to Phoenix or they keep it business and understand his age and what's coming up in, in the future for them? So I'll have to wait and see. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother or, in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I call my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next up on the radar, presented to you by DraftKings. The offseason to me is what I think continue, obviously outside of the great play, but I think is what makes the NBA continuing to grow because they capture headlines even in the offseason, kind of like a a, a 365 day a year reality show because mm-hmm. you never know who's going to move and obviously everyone is on the radar to move from Lonzo Ball to Pascal Siakam, Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Beal, Dame Lillard. I'm hearing that Kawhi is going to opt in back to the Clippers, CJ McCullough, Ben Simmons. There's so many rumors out there of, of guys on the move, but we know from the past that a lot of these guys most likely are going to move. So Portland is also interesting. Um, You know, obviously big shot. Chauncey Billups is the head coach now. You're hearing rumors that they may leave or want to leave. He's squashed all that. He's not hasn't requested a trade. So obviously that's all talk. But at the end of the day, he still could possibly want to leave. Maybe he just hasn't said it. Right. You hear possibly a CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons. Um, They got to pay Norman Powell, uh, Nurkic and Covington are up after next year. So there's a lot of shit going on over there. Do you feel with Dame and CJ in the backcourt that they can get over the hump? Yeah, I do. I do. I just think like the names you named, Nurkic, uh, Covington, and uh, and not paying power, they can use the, use that money to try to bring another uh, a couple of big men and a couple of stars. You got some free agents that can help their team. I like Kenneth Reed going there. 
being that well, energy guy, being able to rebound. They need some toughness in the paint, some some energy guys, along with those two scorers and some defenders. I think the guys they have now, I wish they could shuffle them around and bring some different pieces. I don't think Ben Simmons is the answer. I definitely don't think he's the answer. Mm-hmm. Hearing a lot about uh, Lonzo Ball possibly to New York. I like Lonzo. I think his situation in L.A. kind of hampered him. I like him anywhere, though. Yeah, but I think, you know, from all the shit his dad was doing and saying to the pressure of being an L.A. kid and being the number two pick to the Lakers, was a lot on him. And I think the fresh start in New Orleans was great for him and you're starting to see him find his footing. So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, does he go to another big market? Does he stay there? We'll see. John Collins is on the radar. We're also getting the rumors now that, uh, it's probably rumors or it could be true that, you know, Lowry and DeMar DeRozan could possibly be heading to the Lakers. So hmm. the rumor mill is always milling. Uh, Bradley Beal possibly to the Warriors. You so, think that's I mean, a championship move, getting DeRozan and Lowry with the Lakers? So you got Kyle Lowry at the point, DeMar at the two, LeBron at the three, AD at the, I mean, hell motherfucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit. You can put me and you in uh, at center. Yeah, and, right. And, and make a run for it. So I mean, anytime, to me, when you can add that kind of talent, although they're, again, older, you know what I mean? So with, if the Lakers make any of these moves, whether it be CP, uh, DeMar, Kyle, it's obviously for now. You know, we don't know how much longer Braun is going to be playing. We're here and he's going to be a, a Brady type player and play until he completely wants to play or done playing. But I, I get that. But their window is, is now. I, I think mm-hmm. they know their window is closing. So they're going to have to make a splash. But something interesting to me is Bradley Beal to Golden State. He moved Clay to the three, put Brad at the two. That's a lot of firepower again with Draymond orchestrating things. What do you think about that move possibly? I mean, I love that. I mean, that's just another score. And he's a great, he's a decent defender too. I like Bradley Bill going there. I think he fits them perfect. Yeah, to me, I wouldn't, I don't know if I want to give up on Wiseman. I think Wiseman has a real big upside. A uh, young kid that runs the floor, block shots, rebounds, catches lobs, and he's a perfect anchor. He's not someone that demands the ball. He's someone mm-hmm. that can play within the flow of the game. So to me, if I'm giving up the seventh pick and the 14th pick and I'm going to throw in and you know, although he's, he's been great for them as, you know, a Wiggins. And see if you can get a Brad Beal. I think that would be a huge uh, move for Golden State. Um, there was questions surrounding Kawhi Leonard. Would he opt out? Is he going to be a Clipper uh, opting in? You said he had surgery a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. so he's on the road to healing. We don't know how long that's going to be. So Kawhi staying put. So, again, we, had, we mentioned a handful of people, but I'm sure some other stars are going to hop on the radar. But it is going to be an active summer, um, and we're going to sit back and, and enjoy it. I mean, definitely want to trade Siakam. They gave him all that money and realized without Kawhi, he was nothing. This Thursday, July 29th, our friend Joy Taylor will be dropping. Make sure you check it out. Enjoy this teaser. Race, gender, inequality when it comes to sports media coverage right now. That's really kind of the center focus, which I think is great because it's it's they've always kind of been separated and you kind of have been able to keep sports and sports has always kind of been that safe, that happy place. But now more than ever, we're just being real. There's, you know, there's, there's race issues, there's gender issues, there's inequality issues in sports. And now we're discussing those. How do you feel about that? As far as like women's sports and men's sports. Just in general, and, just kind of doing, giving it, you know, it's due diligence or it's just. Well, I think, I think the time for just accepting what is for what it is and I don't know, say turning the other cheek or just putting your head down and working through it or just doing things the way we've done it. And that's why we're gonna keep doing it. Like that's over. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it should be over. All those are weak excuses for behavior. Right. And 
similar to social media giving people a voice social media has been instrumental in spreading the word about inequalities right and uh, i think you know the women's tournament this year was a good example of that Absolutely. for me it's like why what is the win why is it so difficult why can't you just see ahead of the curve like so nobody walked in the room and saw that this was not equal and was like there were six weights in here why is this this? who who ordered these amazon weights (laughs) why does does the men's room look like this and the women's room look like this but because people don't do that there still has to be this push for equality and that's just that's just one example of it Mm -hmm. but yeah i just think the time for accepting things for what they are is just is over and the faster that companies and organizations and leagues understand that then there'll be less of that Expo, yeah. exposure yeah, happening them. like you said you got to make an example yeah out of them. it's been the blind leading the blind for so long it just feels good that everybody's opening their eyes well a lot of it is people in charge i mean it is what it is so you've got a bunch of people in this room making decisions who are all the same kind of people right mm-hmm. look and the, the same think the look same, the same think the same, same come from the same background and the problem with that is and then when you challenge that it's like oh well these were all the right people for the job or the best people for the job why were they the best people for the job Mm -hmm. because someone who looked like them decided they were the best person from the job and so on and so forth and the problem with having a bunch of people in the room making decisions who are all from the same place who all look the same who are all the same gender is they're all going to make the same they're all going to come to the same conclusion right there's not going to be any challenge because there's no perspective to have a challenge or understanding right right so like the value of diversity people who don't like diversity or like the idea of diversity always challenge it as well they're you know we're making exceptions for people or this person didn't earn it Mm -hmm. it's like it's diversity isn't just for us it's for you right you learn something right not even learn something you will make more money right you will be more successful your employees will be happier your company will do better if you are inclusive it's not about a slogan or a twitter hashtag this is reality the evidence the numbers are there and it'll save you if that's all you care about from some pr scandals if you can't see past all that at least let me boil it down for that to to you you won't be trending on twitter yeah because there'll be someone else in the room who can stop you and say this (laughs) this is not how people that look like me are going to respond to this just so you know so i think it's just holding people accountable and all of it is it comes full circle with you know, we're not, we're not, Regardless what race, we're not taking shit anymore. You know, everybody needs to be held accountable. Not just, yeah, no, it's races. not, it's not one particular race or, or persons or people. I think it's just very hard to have nuanced conversations on the internet. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of conversation is had now, which isn't a negative thing because at least it starts the conversation. But the right. next step of course is action. Mm-hmm. And you know, sports is a good place for that to start because sports is a microcosm of society. Last month, we partnered with DraftKings with a free-to-play popularity pool, something we've never done, completely new, but kind of excited to see, giving you guys an opportunity to choose stuff over the last two seasons that you liked and see if you guys know what the hell you're talking about. Again, shout out the best fans in the world, all the Smoke fans, and our lovely partner who takes care of us. Good care of us. DraftKings. We love you guys. A lot. So do my kids. Yeah. Love you more. DraftKings fan voting pool. So let's take a look at what these categories are. Me and this is the first time me and Jack are seeing this, so it's gonna be fun for us too. Favorite musician we've had on the show. 
Your options were Snoop Dogg, Lil Wayne, Jamie Foxx, E-42 Short, and Common. You guys chose overwhelmingly Snoop, which was a dope episode. Yeah, Snoop, we were loaded on that episode. Oh, I think yeah. Snoop gave us stories they never told before. Uh, he was actually took a nap during the show and we Laid didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that show was definitely one of, one of the top. I'm, I'm glad they voted that because yeah. it was actually one of the longest as well. That's a sign that you could tell you're having a good time because we didn't even realize we were going on two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. It was just a conversation and we could have went longer, you know, but his stories obviously were legendary. The big homie uh, is Snoop. Um, you know, we've been blessed. You know, the Lil Wayne episode was great. Jamie Foxx. I wish we had E-40 and Too Short live because we had to do them remote, but we were all getting wet that day. Yeah, and also we need um, captions for E-40, uh, half, the half the stuff he was saying. <laughs> he had the ling he had the lingo for days. <laughs> Definitely, so fans, you guys did a good job on that one. Definitely, shout out Snoop and everyone else who uh, joined the Weezy. show. Next up, most legendary interviews. And we've been blessed to have pretty much everyone under the sun. There's a handful of people we still want to grab, but it broke down to Kobe Bryant was overwhelmingly everyone's favorite. Rest in peace to our brother. He garnished 79% of the vote. Uh, Allen Iverson was second with 12%. Kevin Garnett with 4%. Shannon Sharp with two. D-Way with two. Again, Jack, we've been lucky, man, to, to, to have the biggest names in sports. There's only a handful of guys we haven't got, MJ, uh, Braun, mm -hmm. Brady, hopefully we get, uh, you know, any one of those three or all three, but, you know, the guys we have had, you know, Steph Curry as well, not surprised about the Kobe episode. Nah, because, you know, not, I can see why it got the most, it got the highest percentage of votes because it meant, the, it meant that much to us, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to talk to him after everything that happened and, you know, the validation I got from him, what I was looking for, and just to see the space he was in, you know what I mean? It, it touched us the same way it touched our yeah, fans. Absolutely, I mean, you know, Kobe is the homie. You know, unfortunately we had one of his last interviews. It was a quick one, we were gonna do a second one, but fortunate enough to be able to do the first one. Um, and again, nominated for some awards for that actual episode. So, you know, shout out the fans and, and, and rest in peace to our brother and obviously, Shout out AI, KG, Shannon, Dwayne, Steph, everyone else who has blessed our show, KD. Um, we appreciate y'all, man. Favorite football guest. No surprise here either. It looks wet. But it was but dry. But it was dry. Deion Sanders came in with 60% of the vote. Shannon Sharp second. Travis Kelsey, Calvin Johnson, Brandon Marshall, Charles Woodson to round out the list. Again, great list of football players, but Dion took the cake again. Someone who we had to do remotely, unfortunately, but nevertheless, great episode. Yeah, great game from him. One of the most most solid people I know in this world. Uh, I, you know, I follow him a lot today for inspiration, but just the transition he's made, you know, from baseball to football to head coach now to the person he is now, coaching his sons and all that. Like, it was, it was just interesting to learn his story and, and, and to get mm -hmm. to know him more. Definitely, you know, because it was well publicized. You know, he had some demons and went through a lot of shit. And for him to be able to land on his feet and be as successful as he is now, a head coach in the HBCU, coaching his kids. Mm -hmm. Again, always looking to his page for motivation. And, you know, he we talked to him directly, too. You know, yep. he'll always just randomly hit you up, showing some love. So shout out Prime. Also enjoyed Shannon Sharp. You know, we were fortunate enough to get, you Hilarious. know, Shannon's doing a lot of talking now, but before he wasn't really getting too many interviews, you right. know what I mean? So we had a great sit down interview with him and, and the shit he told us on his upbringing with his brothers. And, and how family. good he was in basketball, geez. I don't believe it, but we gonna Me take either. his word. <laughs> but again, man, thank you for all Shout the out, uh, out, NFL out. players that came in and blessed us and fans, good work with that one. Wait till they see the Cam Newton episode. Cam Newton episode was dope. Y'all gonna love the Cam Newton episode.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Chris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother or, in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who should be a guest? I didn't even know this one was an option. Okay, Mm. so they got people said Michael Jordan with 54%, Marshawn Lynch with 27%, Denzel Washington snuck in there, and then obviously Derrick Rose. We've been trying to get Derrick Rose for a minute. We got to get him because he's not someone that he's one of those superstars that doesn't really do too much talking. Yeah, I think think we got a good chance to get MJ. I just got to see him. Okay. You know, MJ really showed me a lot of love in Charlotte, and uh, I think if I ever seen him personally and asked him, I know he would do it. Well, I'm going to hold you to that shit then, Jack, because you can't just be saying that's motherfucking MJ. So. Yeah, I know, but he, he got love for me. I, you know, yeah. I, I got his organization to the playoffs for the first time, so yeah. I think he kind of owed me a little bit. You definitely owed um, <laughs> You know, you've been sending him Jordan. Yeah, I got my deal. Yeah, so, 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 so he know. He, I'm on the radar. Got you gave him my deal back. Got your deal back. Cause you, yeah. I you, begged enough. You was, you, you was hurt when the yeah. boxes started to stop coming. Yeah. But you're looking clean today. You got the whole fit. That's a whole yeah. Jordan fit, right? I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. And you took the sweatshirt over the shoulders. Yeah, Carlton. Sophistication. Carlton Jordan. You're looking good, bro. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Next up, guess with the most swag. Ooh. Okay. Uncle Snoop, they went with the OG. You guys picked Snoop Dogg with 55% of the vote. Allen Iverson second with 25%. Travis Kelsey, the homie, with 10%. And Kelly Oubre, Tsunami Poppy. Tsunami with Poppy. With 8%. What do you think about the the, the swag list? Uh, I like it. I just think they should have had Wiz on there. 
Yeah, definitely. Wiz was, Wiz was fresh when he walked in. You know what I mean? I wonder if the swag is the gear or it's just the energy that the person brings or is it a little bit of both? Well, if that's the case, he should even be more on there because nobody brought more positive energy, more swag the but whole night. <laughs> Wiz was, was but dope. I, but I think because Wiz was recent. Yeah, yeah, okay, you know, you're right. Yeah, kind of older, so yeah. maybe that's why he didn't make the cut. But definitely, but AI out. is definitely the culture, of the culture of swag for us. And it definitely wasn't what what Snoop was wearing. It was his energy. Yes, it definitely it was, was definitely his energy. Because you know he's gonna keep some chucks on. Yeah, I mean he's come on, man. That's that's, that's Uncle Snoop. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's OG, but it's just the way his energy when he enters a room, it changes the whole dynamic of the room. Next up, most underrated guest, Fila. What was y'all shoes called? Protégés. Protégés. <laughs> no protégés. <laughs> Man, uh, you guys had Al Harrington at number one. I love that. Shout out Viola. Shout out the homie Al with 36%. Errol Spence with 21%. Quinn Cook with 21%. And my surprise, too, uh, after interviewing Jim Gray. Uh, Jim Gray interview was a great interview. And it, it, to me, just not knowing that much about him and how instrumental he's been in this field, man, I really enjoyed that uh jim a great interview and i think obviously the out when you interview went so well because it's the homie so it and we told so many stories that people never heard but i'm surprised that the charlo brothers are not on here that was one of the funniest episodes we didn't have bro the twins by far they yes. was to know that they they go at each other like that that was hilarious and that was right at home for me because i've been seeing the same shit with my kids like no matter what one one says the other one's gonna talk shit and they Probably want to fight if they was close enough to each other. So that was definitely a dope episode. But yeah, shout out Al and them uh, fucking protégés for <laughs> the most underrated episode and most fucked up shoe in the history of basketball. Of all time. <laughs> First team all terrible shoe. Uh, next up, great category, most inspiring woman. Mm. Our sister Jamel Hill took that home with 25% of the vote, followed by Jeannie Buss with 23, uh, Rachel Nichols with 23, Renee Montgomery with 17 and our sister Carrie Champion with 11. We've been able to have some great women um, in different spaces. Hopefully we continue to grow that list, but thoughts on these uh, amazing women. I love them all. You know what I'm saying? I got, I, I got a chance to work with Rachel, Carrie, and Jamel. You know, I love them all. Uh, having uh, Jenny Buss on the show was, you know, dope. was was so super dope. Got some respect for her. But what Renee's doing. Love it. You know what I'm saying? The, the stand she took during the, during the George Floyd era and, and, and not playing and not becoming the owner. I think all of them are, are, are leading women. All are inspiring. Mm -hmm. But Jamel Hill, I see why she get it because, you know, she was willing to take a stance and do some th do some things that most people wouldn't. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I, I really got a lot of respect for her. Very outspoken, her and Carrie both very outspoken. And then also, obviously, shout out Sue Bird, Cheryl yes. Swoops. Yep. You know, we're definitely trying to get, we listen to you guys and you guys want to see more women. So we're definitely going to get more women coming up on season three because we're almost at the Brittany end of season two. Brittany Griner. I want to get Liz Cambay. She's, she's all over. I like, she's kind of turning into an off the court star as well with all the stuff she's, she's doing. Dope. So definitely got to link her in. Lisa Leslie, I saw, I seen Lisa last weekend at the AU tournament. So she's a coach of the big three, ain't she? Yeah, she's coach. She just beat us last week. Is she? Yes. Shout out Lisa. Which past guest should be a third host? Mm. And number one was Paul Pierce with 37%. J.R. Smith would be a crazy-ass co-host. Yep. 23%. Uh, Big Perk at 22%. And Agent Zero, Gilbert Arenas at 16%. Uh, you had to travel last week. Mm -hmm. And uh, Paul came in and filled in for our last episode of What's Burning, so that was cool. You know, thoughts on a possible fun guest host we could be sneaking honestly, in and out of next season. I honestly love the Gerald Smith idea because you have enough somebody else to smoke with. You know what yeah. I mean? I kind of I kind of banded you a little bit when I smoke him, but I think having another guy on here to smoke with the show and all the smoke, I think it'll be great. But 
You can't lose with Kendrick and Paul, two yeah. guys with great knowledge of the game. Paul's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Kendrick is doing a great job on TV. Yep. And, you know, if you want to just throw some shit in the game, then being Gil- Gilbert, Over. it's definitely going to be a crazy show. So you, you can't go, lose with either one of them. You want to go borderline cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> Let Gilbert Arenas get comfortable on your show. Right. <laughs> Next up, Better Style. You guys voted Stack 54%, me 45%. I know why. Huh. I know why. Tell me. This is it, because I come to the show dressed to go to the club. You, you from Cali, you, you 100% California. You dressing yeah. for the sun and, and to chill everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah. We in New York now, look, you got a t-shirt. Oh, man, you already know. <laughs> you, you super laid know. back. So you can, yeah, I mean, the, the day-to-day, Jack, but when we putting suits on, I'm going toe-to-toe with yeah, anybody. Yeah, he killing me with the suits. So, better style, Jack with 54%. Who would win one-on-one? Damn. You're still playing though too, or just stop playing. Jack was 62%, me with 37%. That we never played one-on-one. I don't think we ever will. No. I don't think we'll get to finish the game. We'll probably, end too much poly. Yeah. probably end up fighting. Probably end up fighting. I would never get to 12 points. Yeah. Especially the shape I'm in now. I can't really play, so I'm just be out there playing football against you. So, uh, so that's a good one. Next up, we have fan questions. Dun, 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 dun. Our last fan question of the season. I want to thank you guys, obviously, because the fan questions have been great this year. Uh, you got some cool answers out of us, some some original questions, some bullshit questions too, but for the most part, some funny original <laughs> questions that uh, we enjoyed answering. So uh, Jack, you wanna take the first one? Sure. First fan question, Train underscore 32. Who is your favorite prospect in today and this year's draft? I wanna say Jalen Green. I've been really high on this kid, been watching him. You know, the twins actually put me on him a couple years ago uh, while he was in high school. He made the jump to the G League and, and, and took that league by storm. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do on this next level. This next wave of kids that are coming into the NBA are so skilled and and super athletic. So excited to see what he can do. I got to go with Jalen too. I mean, I've been I've been high on him, watching him and, and seeing his growth. And like I said, the steps he took from when he graduated high school to now, it's amazing to see how, what he was able to do, you mm-hmm. know, in the D League and and getting, going to the NBA. So I'm excited to see his, his progress. Next up, Luff Out Loud. What are your thoughts on the men's Olympics team performance up to this point? I'm paraphrasing because I can't go back and forth. I'm just going to paraphrase. You guys are going to be able to see it right underneath me. Um, is there a legitimate cause for concern with their exhibition losses? And since this question came in, they lost to France the other day. Uh, first time the uh, U.S. team has lost in Olympic competitions since 2004. Side note, Booker, Middleton, and um, Holiday just arrived. Thoughts on this Olympic team, Jack? They got off the plane to L. <laughs> um, the basketball around the world is just getting better. And that's just basically First what it is. First and foremost. First and foremost. Yes. They're just getting better. And I think the fact that being intimidated by these NBA players has gone. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Even with Luka. Luka, I think he broke the scoring record, mm-hmm. you know, um, in the Olympics so right now. I tied it, something like that. But it's just the game has changed. And these guys are way more confident than they've ever been. And they got NBA coaches coaching these teams now. Mm-hmm. Mike Brown and other guys. So, Um, I'm not surprised at all. These guys are ready to compete and play. And also you think when we're always putting together pretty much an all-star team of players, those other countries have so much pride in their country. But then also it's just like when Golden State was good or the Lakers was good. Like every single night you're going to get your absolute best from a team that may not be nearly as good as you are. And I think that the the, the Olympic team is facing that. One thing you can't take in uh, consideration as well, obviously, like you said, the world is catching up, but chemistry is so important on these teams. Uh, Before we used to be able to throw anybody out there, not anybody, because we're always throwing great players out there, but the rest of the world wasn't as good as they are now. Now these other teams have NBA players, but what I, I see outside of Luka, 
being with his team, these other players have always been role players. So they know mm -hmm. how to fit in the system. They run offense. They know it. They have to execute their game plan perfectly. We have a bunch of number one options. So we have to kind of figure out who's going to sacrifice, who's going to be a hustle guy, who's going to do this, who's going to do that. And I think once we figure that out, I think we're still going to be straight. But it ain't going to be sweet. It ain't going to be none of these blowouts we've seen in, in other Olympics. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see it, though. You got to remember, Ron and them lost. So don't be surprised if this team lose, too. Ron had AI and the whole shebang, and they still lost. Mm -hmm. At Ab his ish to LA, I guess that's right. Who is most likely to make it to the finals again, the Suns or Bucks? Um, I think we talked about this earlier on the show. I think the Suns, this was their window. Um, as great as they played, happy for them, wanted to see them win, but I think this was their shot. Um, and it's going to be tough for the Bucks to get back there because you got to think, Nets going to be healthy. It's going to be a healthy Nets next year. There's going to be a lot of movement in, in the offseason. Uh, you know, Philly's looking to make moves. So, but if, out of those two, I definitely would pick the Bucks. I would say neither, but if I had to pick one, I would say Bucks. I don't think neither one of them getting back next year. SJC4401. Besides the Lakers, which team do you think DeMar DeRozan should sign with? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, me, if, if he don't go to the Lakers, I think he go go east, go back to east and go to Philly. And that'll be a good, a good plus for, for Embiid to have another guard on the, on the wing that can actually score and be an all-star and take some of the pressure off him if they can get rid of Ben Simmons. Obviously, I want to see him go home and go to L.A. and, and, and finish out there. But I think a, a great place to be for him and a, a great system is Utah. Mm. I always said Utah needed that consistent next guy after mm -hmm. Donovan Mitchell. And I think we saw that in the playoffs. All, you know, all the, Gordon, Jordan Clarkson played great. Mike Conley was injured, you know, did what he can do. Great shooting around them. Uh, Gobert, you know, accolades speak for themselves, but I think they need it. And I said at the beginning of the season, people used to, uh, you're hating on them, you're this, this, and that. But I just really felt like in the playoffs, you need those two guys you know for sure they get you over 20 every night. And they didn't have that. So Utah could be a, a good place for them as well. That guy, Nish. Thoughts on Shaq anointing Giannis as the new Superman and dissing Dwight in the process? <laughs> I'm thinking just. Yeah, I haven't seen what Shaq said. I don't know if he was actually dissing Dwight, uh, but there's always kind of been a little feud back and forth between them. But to the Giannis point, Giannis is the new Superman. You know, I think he, he went out there and showed it, put up numbers that only Shaq has put up in the finals and in the playoffs. And uh, I'm definitely not mad with, with Shaq taking off his cape and, and, put, and giving it to Giannis. The only kryptonite that was able to stop Shaq was free throws. And the only kryptonite would stop Giannis is free throws, but he overcame that. So Giannis is a new Superman. I never really looked at Dwight as a Superman. I just know he would have cut the cape during the dunk contest. But Dwight's a Hall of Famer regardless. So regardless of what anybody says, you know, I don't think Shaq was dissing him. Uh, I think they're both going to go down as Hall of Famers, all three of them, actually. Yeah, we need to get Dwight on the show because I think people quickly forget him. What have you done for me lately? How fucking dominant Dwight Howard was yep. in Orlando. Yep. Number one vote getter in the MVP race every year. Defensive player of the year three times, if I'm not mistaken. Great player in his time. And then people don't understand, man, that back injury when he came to the Lakers and he tried to rush back playing, which was the wrong move. And him and Kobe were like oil and water. They didn't mix. So he's still NBA that, champion. Right. But after that, it was kind of like Dwight. Dwight Howard is this, this, and that. I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers don't know how good this man was. So, Dwight, we need you, bro. Wherever the fuck you're at. Yes, sir. Man, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this season of What's Burning. We thank you guys. We got the best fans in the world. The world. Love y'all. Remember, you can catch us on Showtime Basketball YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok. Okay, we're stepping up our TikTok gang now, huh? But again, man, we love y'all. We appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed this season. We'll be back for season three. 
in a couple months. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.